welcome again to Cancer Perspective. Thank you for joining us. May is Cancer Awareness Month for brain cancer, bladder cancer, and melanoma and skin cancers. Today we're going to cover melanoma and skin cancers. We'll start with the structure of the skin. The skin is the largest organ of our body. Another word for the skin system is cutaneous. You might see that word on a pathology report. Cutaneous squamous cell carcinoma, meaning the squamous cells of the skin as opposed to the lung, for instance. It's also called the integumentary system. The integumentary system is the outer organ of an animal's body and protect and serve as a physical barrier between the inside and the outside. Other animals may have feathers or scales. Humans have skin. The divisions of the skin are the epidermis, the top derm, the dermis, or the main structures, and the hypodermis, or the lower part. When we're talking about the dermis, the dermis is the thick layer of tissue below the epidermis that forms the true skin. It contains capillaries and nerve endings, sweat glands and oil glands and hair follicles and other structures. A doctor that specializes in skin, hair, and nails is a dermatologist. When we talk about skin cancers, we're talking again about what is primary or what has developed in the skin cells or the cells of the skin. There are certain cancers that can initiate somewhere else and then metastasize or travel and grow on the skin. Most skin cancers start in the top layer of the skin, the epidermis. And there are three types of cells in this layer. The squamous cells, they're at the utmost top layer and they are flat. They shed and form new cells. The basal cells are in the lower part of the epidermis and they constantly divide to form new cells as well to replace the squamous cells that wear off on the top. As these cells move up, they get flatter eventually becoming squamous cells. And then there are melanocytes. These are the cells that normally make a brown pigment color called melanin, which gives the skin its overall color. Melanin protects the deeper layers from the harmful effects of the sun. There is a membrane at the bottom of the epidermis that separates it from the dermis, and when a skin cancer becomes more advanced, it generally goes through to the lower, deeper levels. We'll start first talking about melanoma skin cancers. It, again, begins in the melanocytes and is normally called malignant melanoma, meaning that it's cancerous and can become harmful. The melanoma tumors are usually brown or black because of that melanin, and they can develop anywhere on the skin. 
Most commonly, we're going to find them on the chest or the back or the legs. The face and the neck can be common. People who are darkly pigmented have a lower risk of melanoma, but anyone can get melanoma on the palms of the hands, soles of the feet, under the nails. They can even form in the eyes, the mouth. I have had several patients with genital and anal melanomas. Melanoma is considered more dangerous of all of the skin cancers because of the way it spreads. It tends to go to other parts of the body easier than a non-melanoma cancer that stays more local. Basal cells are the most common of all skin cancers by far. They rarely spread to any other part of the body. The next most common are the squamous cell cancers. Basal cell and squamous cell skin cancers usually occur in sun-exposed areas of the skin with the nose and ears and scalp in people such as farmers. Although basal cell carcinoma rarely metastasize, it does tend to be very destructive locally. If you have a basal cell carcinoma on your nose, it can affect the whole structure of the nose. The squamous cell carcinomas usually are more common in people who have had chronic sun damage, like a history of sunburns but can also be seen in people who have had radiation previously. Because squamous cells are that top layer, skin such as on the ears and lip and the back of the hands are common places for these lesions to arise. These flat cells are also called keratinizing cells. They form keratin. As we age, we can get keratosis or these scaly lesions that look like a bunch of dead scaly skin on your body. These are the areas that can potentially become cancerous. Just like all the cancers we've talked about previously, age is a risk factor. As we age, we may find damage that we did to ourselves in our youth. Cancer of the skin is by far the most common of all cancers. Malignant melanoma accounts for only about 1% of all skin cancers, but it does cause a larger majority of skin cancer deaths. For all the skin cancers, we know that UV damage is a big risk factor, and people who have less melanin or less pigmented skin so white people, especially very pale white people, will tend to be at higher risk for this damage that can eventually, as we age, change to cancer. We find that sun exposure as a child or teenager is a huge risk, or people who have an early history of sunburns or intense exposures not having sunblock on. The radiation can damage the genes in the skin cells, often over time. There are other non-melanoma type skin cancers besides squamous cell and basal cell, such as cutaneous B-cell and T-cell lymphomas. 
but they're more considered a lymphoma rather than a skin cancer. It's a lymphoma site that's misbehaving in the skin area. There's sebaceous carcinoma. The sebaceous glands are in the skin. It's extremely rare type of cancer that most commonly you would find in the eyelids. Sebaceous glands hold an oil that's important for our skin to get its nutrients. There's cancer that can start within the connective tissue of the skin, and that's defined as a sarcoma, such as dermatofibromasarcoma pertubens, and there are angiosarcomas. As we have discussed, a major factor is ultraviolet rays or radiation. So prevention starts with avoiding the sun, especially during the middle of the day. When you are out and about, wear sunscreen. Most advisedly for the higher risk people to use that sunscreen year-round. Wear protective clothing. Avoid tanning beds. And checking your skin regularly. There are other benign skin tumors. These are non-cancerous tumors that can develop from types of skin cells, such as a mole, also called a nevus. It's benign, and it develops from melanocytes, and nearly all of these moles are harmless. But having some types of moles can raise your risk of melanoma. Benign tumors also include seborrheic keratosis. These are the tan, brown, or black raised spots that have waxy feature, particularly as we age. Hemangiomas, little tiny red mole-like called strawberry spots or angel kisses. And then there's lipomas. They're soft raised lesions that are made up of fat cells. One of the more important things to do is to know your skin and be aware of any changes. Since moles are part of melanoma, you want to know the difference between a mole that's normal for you and one that has changed or a brand new one that could be an early development of melanoma. I learned in school to watch for the A, B, C, D, E's of skin cancers. A for asymmetry. One side doesn't match the other. It's not a complete circle. Maybe it looks like a clamshell. B for border irregularities. An uneven border. Maybe jagged. C for color or a shade of the skin that has changed, especially a mole that has more than one color in it. D for diameter or size, anything larger than six millimeters or the size of a pencil eraser should be evaluated by your provider. And E, evolving. Something is changing, a newly developing mole or a mole that's starting to look a little bit wrong should be checked out. Diagnosis usually starts with a dermatologist. Shout out to Dr. Pimple Popper. She has highlighted some skin cancers on her program and YouTube channel. She can do a biopsy 
which can be a shaving or a punch out of the tissue, and they can go right to the lab and evaluate the cells underneath a microscope. You may need a Mohs procedure. It's a type of procedure that continuously shaves off thin layers of the skin until no more cancer cells are seen within that area. Some of these skin cancers are like an iceberg. You only see a small portion at the top and you have to go deeper and deeper. When a skin cancer is very advanced, it may be quite disfiguring on how they have to go after all of the skin cancer cells. That may require a significant amount of surgery with skin grafts and repairs. Other treatment for skin cancers can be radiation therapy to stop the growth. Chemotherapy is also still used. The chemo can be in a lotion-type form that is spread over the top of the skin, can be injected into the skin or even into the vein for the more advanced cancers. We now have targeted drug therapies that can target the very specific type of DNA changes or protein on the cell changes that are made. Those are usually through the vein. I have seen several skin cancer vaccine trials, and it appears that a vaccine will become reality. Basal cell carcinoma, the most common type of skin cancer, denotes itself by orange ribbons, and squamous cell carcinoma sets itself apart with orange and white ribbon. The ribbon color for all of skin cancer is generally denoted by black. We encourage you to wear black to promote regular skin checks and preventative screenings. Take care of your skin. As always, thank you for joining us. Take care and spread kindness.